<laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome in. It is Sunday, January 21st here in Japan. It is 2.08 p.m., which is a time in the States. Um, what time is it in America? Who cares? The uh, I'm your host, at least for this week, Johnny Bailey. Uh, over here on the digital couch, we got DJD. Howdy. And back in the sound booth, we've got our boy Craig. What is up, DJD? How are you? How are you doing today? I'm doing well. It is also Sun. No, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. No, it's Sunday for me. Yes. Oh, it, it is just Sunday. turned cool. into Sunday. Yeah. Hey, welcome. Welcome. It is a cold, rainy, windy day here in eastern Japan where I live. I spent this morning going to the dump with my son to throw away a bunch of garbage. And since then, I've just been indoors trying to stay dry. Uh, do they recycle there? They do. They do. So really, um, if anyone is familiar, the garbage situation in Japan is just really intense uh, as far as like what you can throw away and what you can't throw away. And even the city I live in, it's not that bad compared to some cities. But basically, all of our recyclables, um, they only pick up once a month on like a really specific day or like a 20 minute window. Which is just really annoying, like if you're going to keep all of your cans and all of your pet bottles and stuff like that. And so what we end up doing is about twice a month, my eldest and I, he's 10, uh, we go to the dump where we can just, you know, drop all that stuff off where it needs to go. That's uh, twice a week or twice a week, twice a month. It's my Sunday morning ritual, almost like church, you might say, going to the dump, getting rid of my garbage. So if you found, like, say, an F-35 in your backyard, would that be recyclable or would you just throw that at the dump? Um, well, you bring it to the dump and they recycle there. So either okay. way, you know, they'll 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 just handle it. You know, also, since it was raining today, when I got there, there was like nobody outside at like the recyclable area. And, you know, I'm like loading up a little cart with our cardboard and our aluminum cans and our steel cans like these all need to be separated right and our glass bottles and stuff and uh this guy comes up to me and he starts talking to me and my japanese is not great but i can understand that he's saying because it's raining we don't want any like um guests is the word here right like no customers here and i was like oh man am i like not allowed to throw trash out today but what it actually meant was we just dumped all of our garbage in the cart and they just threw it away for us. So we just got to leave. That's kind of wild. Like that almost sounds like they were having like some clandestine like meeting, you know, know. and they didn't want any well, visitors. They just really didn't want us there. Also, if you guys can hear someone in the background, I share studio space with Chiho or Cheeky Art, who is another member of a NAV. And her and Pyro Beats, another NEV member, are and uh, Febreze, they're all doing a little watch party for Harry Potter. They're watching Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, or the Philosopher's Stone, depending on where you live. And uh, so if you hear talking or laughing or something like that, that is uh, what that sound is. Also, deal with it. <laughs> okay, so before we get going, D, I want to address two things. First thing, not that important, but I want to bring it up. The um, when people complain about like the room a podcast is recorded in or like background noise or whatever, I find that to be so pretentious because it has to be so, so terrible for me to care. But like people get really weird about it. You know what I'm talking about? 
I agree. Um, I think that there's enough tools that you can usually like mitigate a lot of that. And so maybe they think that if they hear any background noise at all, that like there wasn't enough effort put in. But I do agree that it's kind of a silly thing to complain about. It's ridiculous. And and then number two, I want to bring up the elephant in the room, really. Uh, It's just the two of us. Yeah. uh, Farmer got lost in the mountains somewhere. Well, actually, really the three of us. Really the three of us. Sorry, Craig. Um, Craig's back there in the in the booth. But the uh, but yeah, farmers snowboarding or something. You know, it's funny because he was like, "Oh yeah, this is like a great time, and I'll definitely be able to make it every week." And then, like, literally the next week, he's not here. <laughs> he he's just given up already. That first one was all he needed. He's done. He's satisfied. That would be funny if he never came back though, and it's just <laughs> you and me for the rest of like. He was there for the first episode, and that's it. Before we get too far into it, uh, also, like, if any NAF members ever want to join us, uh, you're more than welcome. Just shoot uh, us a message, and we'll send yeah, it shoot up. us a message. I would have loved for another NAV member to join for this episode, but Farmer also did not let us know that he was going to be out of town. So, like, <laughs> I don't know, not even 12 hours ago. I texted DJD being like, hey, uh, I, or I was like, hey, I think Farmer's out of town. Like, are we going to find somebody or not? So in the future, yeah, I would love to have, you know, another person on the digital couch, so to speak. I feel like three is just a pretty good number. Yeah, it's true. It's true. A good prime number, you know. Um, so one of the things I have here on my list of things to talk about, I'm going to talk about, I want to start with something I'm actually interested in and excited about instead of like all of these other topics I have here that I don't care about. Japan successfully has landed like a robot on the moon. Really? I actually did not hear this. Yeah. So, um, I'm reading here on the BBC, Japan lands on the moon, but a glitch threatens the mission. A Japanese robot has successfully touched down on the moon, but problems with its solar power system mean the mission may live just for a few hours. But basically a smart lander for moon, (laughs) the smart lander for investigating the moon slim put itself gently on the lunar surface near an equatorial crater. The feat made Japan only the fifth country to soft land on Earth's natural satellite after the United States, the former Soviet Union, China, and India. And currently they are trying to save the mission by trying to figure out what's going on with the solar cells so that they're not just running on battery power. But it's really interesting because this is right after, I don't know if you'd been following... Talking about background noise. Do you hear Chiho saying sorry? Talking about background noise. Chiho no. just like throwing <laughs> things on the ground during my podcast episode. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, when I'm in here, you know, just try and be a little quiet. <laughs> Thro- throwing boxes on the ground. She's so red right now. <laughs> so the um, anyway, this is right after there was actually a U.S. mission. Right. I believe it wasn't it wasn't NASA. It was a uh, private company trying to land something on the moon. And that didn't work. Uh, Are you familiar with this story? I'm a little bit like, uh, yeah, peripherally. Um, From what I understood, uh, they launched and they had a lander to land on the moon and they launched on the Falcon rocket, I think, or Vulcan or whatever. 
And there were some issues on takeoff that caused like a rupture with some propellant that caused it to spin. And they were able to get it under control, but they ended up uh, bringing it back into the atmosphere to burn up because there wasn't a way for them to like safely land it on the moon. And it's also an unmanned deal, right? Um, but yeah, anyway, super cool. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I am a huge fan of space. And uh, when I was a, the first job I wanted as a kid was I wanted to be an astronaut or even more specifically, I wanted to build houses on the moon. I wanted to make it so that humans could live on the moon. So all of this stuff with, uh, you know, them landing stuff on the moon, we're going back to the moon. I think it's called Project Artemis that NASA's doing, trying to set up some kind of permanent um, situation on the moon. I'm a, I'm a big fan, big fan. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what do you think is the likelihood of that, like, actually happening? Like, um, I, maybe I even, like, it, within, like, our children's lifetime. Or... Well, if they keep blowing stuff up on accident, the likelihood is not that high. You know, but the, uh, but I really hope so. I mean, um, I've only really briefly looked over some of the stuff they've talked about, but what they said makes sense. Right. So the idea is, is that um, any missions going to Mars would go from the moon. Right. So they would have a situation on the moon, do some training on the moon and then go from the moon to Mars instead of from Earth, because really one of the, like the harder things is getting off Earth. Right. Right. That's, yeah. And um, taking that out of the equation would be nice. I don't know. Uh, the sad part is, is that I'll never get invited to go. Right. I'm not smart enough. I know that I'm not an astronaut. The uh, they would never be like, hey, Johnny, do you want to go to the moon or to Mars? Because to be honest, uh, I would love to. Yes. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I really would. I really would. I think that would be really cool. I mean, it's a dream, right? Like, oh, it would be so awesome. I'm also a big fan of the show The Expanse. Have you read any of the books from The Expanse, D? Not yet. No, I need to, but I've not gotten around to that yet. I have started um, trying to get back in the habit of reading, and that is a series. I'm going to write that down right now, actually. That is a series I would like to get into, is The Expanse um, books. Hold on. Um, but what's up with you, D? Yeah, let me write that down. Let me like that was a good idea. Anyway, what's up with you, D? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, just the normal. Uh, a lot of news this week in terms of gaming stuff. So oh, is there? I cool. actually am not uh, up to date on that. Like, what anything that I would be interested in? Uh, there was the developer direct on. What was it? Yesterday, day before Thursday, I think. Yeah, Thursday. So that's three days ago uh, mm -hmm. where they showcased Indiana Jones, uh, Hellblade 2. Uh, there were a couple other games there, too. I can't remember them off the top of my head. I sh it would have been nice to write that down, but I have never watched an Indiana Jones movie. Hey, I've watched one and uh, it was not <laughs> which good. One, which one was it? <laughs> it was the one with the aliens. Oh, the one where he like gets in the fridge, right? Uh, he survives yeah, a nuclear so. yeah, explosion yeah, yeah. from yeah. the fridge. I know yeah. about that. Uh, 
I've never watched an Indiana Jones movie and I have no desire to. Like, I feel like it's something I just missed. You know what I mean? I just missed it. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, it's not a thing for me. It's funny because, like, I feel like this would be a topic where Farmer would be pretty passionate, but Mm -hmm. I kind of feel the same way. Where, yeah, just good that he's not here. Indiana Jones just kind of is whatever to me. Like, Indiana Jones sounds great musically, you know, and all that. And I know that there's like Harrison Ford is a great actor and everything, but. What is the theme yeah. right now? All I can think of is the Zelda theme. But da, 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 da. That's not it. What is it? What's the theme? No, of it's like da, 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 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I know it's that catchy. song very well. Well, it's yeah. like um. so Chiho is sitting over here watching Harry Potter, right? Mildly controversial uh, in <laughs> 2024, the year of our Lord. And um, the... I did not read any Harry Potter books growing up. And I watched the Harry Potter movies like as an adult in my mid 20s. To be honest with you, it would have been fine if I never watched it. It's how I like how I ended up feeling about the series. Like, like I almost wish I had just missed it and I could just still like it, just not know anything about it because that's how little of an impact it made on me. Um, personally. That's kind of my worry with like I I like on one hand I kind of want to watch Indiana Jones and see if it holds up or whatever, uh, but a lot of those movies are older. I don't necessarily know that they would, because I don't have the nostalgia for them, right? And also I don't necessarily know that they'd be additive to my life in any significant way. As but the game looks a, cool. Oh, the game looks cool. As a yeah. longtime sci-fi fan, for example, it makes me think of when I first watched uh, Blade Runner. I watched Blade Runner for the first time in sometime in the last five years. Just another movie. You know, it came out before I was born, but every sci-fi movie quotes Blade Runner, right, as like an influence on it. And I watched the movie. Also, Harrison Ford um, didn't love it. Like, and it's interesting because so many movies I do love, right, or TV shows wouldn't exist without Blade Runner. Sure. Um, But... I, I didn't love it. Blade Runner. What's the other one? Blade Runner. What is it? 2049? Yes. 2049. Blade Runner 2049. That movie was great. Fantastic. I love that movie. But the first Blade I Runner was a little dry. And I want to I want to segue here. Check this out. So in Blade Runner, Harrison Ford, right? Also, a young Edward James Olmos is really? in Blade Runner. Yeah, I did not know he's, that. Wow, he's like a like he and he's like a really a very much a side character, but he's a super interesting character in Blade Runner. I have watched the first two episodes of season one of Mayans, and oh, because he's in that too, right? James yeah. almost is the dad of the yeah. main character of Easy in Mayans, and Edward, I love that man, right? Like he's so great. Um, I first saw him in the reimagined Battlestar Galactica as, uh, you know, Adama, obviously. And um, I love that guy. He needs more work. He needs to be. He is such a great dad character, right? Because that's really Adama's like the dad of the fleet, right? Um, He was also that movie Selena with J-Lo. He's the dad in that movie as well, um, which is based on a true story. Uh, and he's a dad again. He's just a great Mexican dad. 
Like big fan, big fan. Um, probably the worst thing about that show, Caprica, was that he wasn't in it. I would agree. Uh, well, one of the worst things. <laughs> I never finished the show. I never finished that one. So the, well, the last episode just reverted totally to CG, and CG was not uh, where it is today. Let's say uh, it was PS2 cutscene. PS2 cutscene. Yeah, it was pretty awful. It was pretty egregious. I feel like CG even now isn't that great for a lot like things like that sometimes. But even still, you know what I mean? I feel like part of it depends on what it's used for. And part of it also depends on like whether everything around it is CG or not. I feel like exactly. when everything's CGI, then it becomes a lot less like noticeable in terms of contrast. And you kind true, of true. buy it a little bit more. But like, like when you're Avatar putting it movies. up against real world stuff i feel like it's a little bit like uh harder to discern like it looking bad did you see um the trailer for season two of the halo show i still have not seen the trailer but everything that i hear about it seems great and, and i did watch the teaser which came out like what a month ago at this point i have no idea i watched something about it and I are they doing the fall of reach because they specifically use the word fall in the trailer and I was so like that's oh, what it seems like are, but like fall I, have, reach? I have canonical questions about that you know like Master Chief wasn't involved with that like I'm yeah I'm really confused about like what direction they're going to take that in if that's the case like is it just going to be flashbacks or who knows well so I haven't seen season one um for anyone listening, if anyone knows this information and would like to give it to me, um, make sure to hit me up at, at D-I-J-A-D-I no, no, on Instagram no. or wherever. Um, the, uh, but so the Halo show is exclusive on Paramount+. Plus. So like I can't Correct. buy the show and watch it on like iTunes or Amazon or anything like that. And I don't know who distributes from paramount plus in japan but it's no one that i have right so in japan i have access to netflix um disney plus and amazon prime and the halo show is not on any of these things here and so i just haven't seen it and i'm not going to see season two because it's you know just on there i'm on one hand though i'm kind of happy about it because i heard season one wasn't great you know but eh, i don't know I was actually going to do a uh, watch party for it on Twitch, but then they took it off Amazon because I guess they put it on Amazon for like a little bit, like a month or so to like really? hype up season two. And then they took it off. Yeah. Oh, man, I would have watched it if I knew at that time. But yeah, huh. interesting. I mean, just talking about CG, it looked good, I thought. But you know what it made me do? It made me go back and watch um, the commercials for Reach. Oh, so good. Oh my well, God. and I don't know, like the teaser that I saw reminded me a lot of those like trailers. So, mm. I mean, like it kind of did hype me up a little bit. And from what I understand, there's like different people involved in season two than there were season one who hopefully mm. understand that, like, it's a good idea to maybe use some of your source material instead <laughs> of like, you know, tangentially referencing it. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We need more Master Chief, but I heard that was a thing. Was that a thing? 
Uh, that was the thing. It, it, season one, the most egregious part of season one is obviously Master Chief not behaving like you think Master Chief should. But the second most egregious thing is that it seemed like they took a bunch of assets from Halo and then just did whatever they wanted with them and didn't necessarily care like how they corresponded to the Halo universe. Mm, yeah. See, this is but, makes me happy that I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I I don't know that I could in good conscience like recommend season one to anyone. And I didn't even finish it. I should finish it just so that I can say that I did. Kind of like I how I hate red Aragon, despite not liking it like halfway through. <laughs> I hate I hate red the whole Twilight series, the books, because I just didn't enjoy them. You know what I am reading right now? I'm rereading the Aeronauts Windlass from the Cinder Spire series by uh, Jim Butcher. Oh, yeah. I am yeah. rereading it to read the second book. I don't remember the title of the second book that just came out. Uh, oh gosh i believe I you remember. read it yes i read it and it was really good but i don't remember the title either the olympian affair yep there we go yeah um I it's think... interesting oh, i feel ahead. like so a lot of other jim butcher books i feel like uh you can jump in at any point and he kind of does kind of explain the world a little bit well enough that you can kind of like flow with it uh, mm-hmm. I don't think you can do that with this series. I feel like you'd need to start at book one because book two definitely feels like a sequel that needs the context of book one to be like actually absorbed. It's interesting because this book came out in 2023. I remember um, really liking the Aeronauts win last back when it came out in 2015. So that's eight years. And I was really excited Um to explore it. So for those who, who aren't unfamiliar with this book, it's steampunk, I guess. Would you say like they have airships? Yeah, that's how I would describe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like steampunk with some technology stuff. Where are our airship games? I question, want actually. Sea of Thieves, but with airships. Literally just doing that. I would play that game. I'd play the crap out of that game. Right. Especially if like the sailing of the skies was as good as the sailing of the sea is, because like, I mean, that's the one part of Sea of Thieves that I think is indisputably like perfect. So fun. Yeah. No, the sailings are great. And like, yeah. How would they do it with like, you know, adding in um, height? Right. Like it's a whole nother dimension. But who cares? Like it would be so cool. Like I want more games like that. I want more um airships and i want more centaurs where are our centaurs in fantasy you know what i'm talking about like as a kid centaurs were one of my favorite creatures like fantastical creatures and uh there's just a severe lack of centaurs a severe you know lack of representation of centaurs in current stories i want more of that well are there like any pokemon that really look like centaurs because if they if so they might exist in power world that let me check that out are there pokemon that look like i don't think so there's this whole like origin form what is pal world whoa i did not want to see this (laughs) (laughs) i did not some of these images coming up i don't i don't like this (laughs) i don't oh my god 
Uh, why is the internet great, but also terrible? I mean, that's most things I feel like, yeah. Uh, yeah humans capable of great good and great evil. <laughs> uh, well, can't unsee that. Anyway, what's, uh, what's Power World? Uh, Power World, to my understanding, I haven't played it yet, is a new game on Game Pass that's apparently doing really well on Steam as well. Uh, that's essentially been described, I think, by their devs even as Pokemon with guns. Pokemon with Pokemon, but American. <laughs> I mean, but it's doing really well. But there's also a decent amount of controversy with it because it seems like it very purposefully like copied Pokemon in a lot of ways because it's meant to be like parodical. And so mm. interesting. Yeah. Almost like Genshin Impact and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, you might say. Uh, I mean, well, that's one of the things that's interesting about it, right? Is that, uh, yeah, it's not like copying another popular game is new to the industry. Right, uh, right. This might be particularly or egregious in some ways. But like, so the designs of certain Pokemon being like pretty close, I could see a legitimate complaint there. But when we're talking about like, Someone else tried to compare it to Ark and the survival screen and like unlocking various like tools and stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, no, this is literally every survival game. Every survival right, game right. has this screen. Like, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, playing uh, mine, not Minecraft, uh, Lego Fortnite, a lot like Minecraft and Ark as well. Um, I kept calling it Lego Minecraft and it's really not. It's Lego Fortnite. But the uh, so when do you think um, Fortnite will get a game type like this? Speaking of <laughs> games that uh, rip off other popular games. And I'm saying That's that a as a Fortnite player. I really enjoy Fortnite. I play quite a bit with my 10 year old. We always have a good time. Everyone, all all three of you listening, calm down, calm down. I mean, but I'll the, probably not need you to okay. tell me because i'm retired from fortnite so this is true so actually i would love to hear this what's the story behind you retiring from fortnite because there was a time uh, maybe people don't know um in our early twitch days that you played quite a bit of fortnite uh i don't know i feel like i just play too many games and like i just i don't necessarily i feel like everything that fortnite does there's other games that i enjoy more on a personal mm. level that's valid i think the biggest thing for me with fortnite is that like i play it with my son you know that's a game that he likes to play that we play together um i also play it with other nav members too but so that's it you just you know would rather not waste the time yeah well i mean i i don't know that i would have called it a waste but like i think i'm i think i'm i've got enough other games to dive into that is very valid. I mean, in our last episode, one of the things that was hard of uh, trying to decide what we consider to be the best games of 2023 is like you said, and I brought up, you know, I mostly played like Destiny and Fortnite last year, um, which are not new games. And so like new games that I played, it might, the options were actually way more limited. And as far as this new game, what is it called? Pal, Pal Town? <laughs> Pal World. Pal World. Pal Town is the um is the Animal Crossing version. Uh Pal World, <laughs> um I am so deep into Baldur's Gate 3 
that I'm I'm not I don't know when I'm gonna get out of that hole. You know? It's I definitely I'm enjoying understand that. that. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for our next session where I can play with you two because like that's that's it's different. It's really cool. It's very cool, yeah. Although I still miss that Divinity One mechanic of uh, rock paper scissors. I, you know, you just miss that because you always won somehow, and I don't know I how mean... that's fair. <laughs> that might be part of it. Yeah, I'll admit that. Yeah. The what is there anything you want to say before we wrap up? We're at about time here, and we've covered basically all of my points. Do you have anything you want to bring up? I mean. Not really. Like, I mean, this isn't necessarily like a new show, so we don't necessarily need to give the news or anything. That's true. It's true. I have yeah. this kind of this topic that I feel like would take a long time to talk about. And I don't know that I want to talk about it on this episode. Do you want to? You want to you want to open up a can of worms or should we should we save it for next week? Oh, we should probably save it. I feel like. Yeah. OK. okay. Yeah. It's it's not time. Timely. That's not the right word. It's not like time sensitive. It's it's a conversation that can always be had. But well, and I mean, here's the problem, too, is that we agree on a lot of things. Right. So there's a good chance right. that we might agree on it. And then that'll just be kind of boring for us. to that's go. True. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't you guys agree with us? All of you listening? Well, if that's it, um, that's the end of this episode, guys. I will see you next week. Uh, Craig, thank you so much. Any closing comments, D? Uh, no, not really. Uh, like like we said, like if anyone from a nav wants to join us, uh, shoot Johnny and me a message, and we'll get you on an episode. Yeah, or uh, farmer too, and, I guess. And anyone not in a nav who wants to join, uh, no. And I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Everyone, make sure to follow us on social media um, and all of the things. And we will catch you all next week. Also, we do record this live as well. So if people see, it, see us in the Navcast live room on Discord, feel free to join and listen in. And if you would like to join our Discord, you can do so from our website or reach out to us on social media. Bye.